What's up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with another enthusiastic edition of the America is Blue podcast. Here to talk about the uh, stinking pile of shit that is Chelsea Football Club at the current moment. Uh, Dortmund just had to find a way to show up, ruin everything for us midweek. But uh, Jay, not to usurp uh, your role here, you get the first word, man. What'd you think of the uh, match? In short, better, still not good enough. Better, still not good enough. You know, um, I think I thought we looked pretty good for large spells of the game. We created chances. Um, we were going up against a tough side, an informed side. They're polar opposite to our form at the moment. And our finishing is just, dude, we can't buy a goal with any amount of money. We just cannot find a way to score. Um, so I don't care how many other people we get in. There's a there's an underlying confidence issue in the final third for somebody to actually get us on the scoreboard. And we can't just continue with nil-nil draws and 1-1 draws barely getting on the tally sheet. So this is where we're at. It is extremely just disappointing and exhausting watching this stuff. I mean, it's clearly, this is arguably the worst season uh, in 25 plus years. It's uh, it's dreadful to watch. Obviously we are the butt end of a ton of jokes and rightfully so because we suck. Like, and I don't, I don't care about the improvement and the, the lads all, all really coming together and, and, and really starting to, uh, to make some progress towards the concepts and uh, what we want to do. Thought we were the better side. Doesn't mean shit because we lost. And yeah, to your point, can't even put a goal past somebody. It's, uh, it's utterly pathetic. I, I just, I don't even know what else to say, man. Yeah, it's either we can't put it together. We look completely inept. We don't get shots on target we don't score or we are putting it together. We are making combinations. We are progressing the ball. We get in good places and no one can finish. Um, and dude, I, I hate it's exhausting, right? Like there's been poor seasons before there's been bad spells of form. This has been easily the most challenging season as a fan that you and I, I think have experienced because we know that even with the talent that we've had, forgetting about all the excuses, Performances should be better. Results should be better. Um, we know that with the influx of talent, with the money spent, things should be better. Um, and we can just continue to throw around excuses and say it's the manager, say it's this, say it's the players, say it's the injuries. Not enough time. It doesn't matter. It's still just so far underneath the standard. Uh, and the standard is low right now. Like we're not expecting to be a top of the table team. We're not expecting to compete with the arsenals and the more well-drilled teams that have had continuity. Like, do you feel confident we're going to beat Southampton over the weekend? I, I'm not. And that's where we're at. So anyway, what was your, uh, what was your one word for the game? You Joshua? actually just said it twice. Oh, damn it. Expected. Right. It's what I expected. When, like, when, when the game started, uh, I, I mean, I knew, and of this is my patented thing. You know I would not lie about this. The second that we missed that 846th corner, when it was still nil-nil, we hit the corner, and I looked over at my wife and said, we're going to lose this game. In that moment, that's when he collects the ball and runs down 80 yards and slides one past Keppa, and we're down one nil. I hate knowing everything. It fucking sucks. It's a curse. And I know when we're going to lose because it's all the time. And now when we're watching the game, I have no confidence. I have no feeling that we're going to slot one pass. I knew that Enzo's ball wasn't going to go. And I know that was going to get saved. 
I knew that Joao Felix was going to kick the ball right at the goalie. Uh, I mean, I, I knew this stuff. It absolutely is torturous, not only watching, but also watching and knowing exactly what's going to happen. And I have no confidence in anyone out there right now, quite frankly. I mean, Enzo looks great in the middle of the pitch. He really does. He's a, a, a Rolls Royce of a player. There's no disputing that. But I mean, the guys in the front third, give me a break. Like, I mean, there is just no level at which we are producing that is commensurate with our standards. Like I said, out, outside of a couple of performers, a Tiago Silva and Enzo, uh, there's just so many people who are just way, way, way under the bar. Yeah, I think that's well put. And, you know, just I, I can if I isolate individual performances from the game, there's a lot that I was not unhappy with. There's a few areas that I think we can target in on. And, you know, it's been rinse, repeat on this. But, you know, Jao Felix's finishing was terrible, but he was lively. He was creative. He was able to progress the ball. He put himself in those positions. He generated a lot of spark and fire. Dude, we just we just don't have that edge. We don't have that killer edge. Like, who's the guy who wants to take the shot with the shot clock winding down and nail one? Like, who wants to be the killer? And it's not there. Um, there's a lot of issues, you know, and I'm not dumping the blame on him because I don't think it was an abysmal game, but Kai Havertz just, we can't have him up there, man. I just, what's he doing? It, it, it kills, what's he doing? dude, it kills, it, it just, it kills everything. If, if I'm going to dump on one player, it's going to be him. And it's just so many times when we're making progress, when we're on a little bit of a break or somebody sends a ball out and releases him. He's too damn slow. He's too damn sloppy with the ball. His first touch is never precise. It's always just something where you have to like regroup and you lose all of the momentum. It's just a drive killer. The ball goes up. He gets it. He's slowing up. He's pulling back. He can't get past anybody. So even if you have you know, Ferraris that are screaming past him or you have crafty players, you've just given the entire back line and the midfield time to regroup and refortify, and then we can't get anything done. So – Forgetting about his finishing ability, but just even on those chances where we can actually push or we can create a counter. And there was tons of them in this game for both teams. There were tons of them. He just kills it. So I know we couldn't play Fafana in there. He wasn't on the on the team sheet. He's not allowed to play. I just, this experiment of continuing to throw Havertz out there and pretend that he's a striker does not work. It just does not fucking work. So I'm hoping for Southampton, I hope we see Fafana up there. I hope we see him up there because something has to change. We need a real number nine up there. And then hopefully we get a breakthrough. We need some guy to come up with something and then have it start to become contagious in the other direction. But, dude, right now, we're lucky. If we if we go up 1-0 in a game, we're lucky if we can even hold on. And God forbid, whether we are up in a game or whether we are at nil-nil and the other team bags one, it's over. Oh. It's over. There's no coming back because we have no – there's no backbone. There's no spine. There's no character to this team that makes him feel like, you know what? We can do this. Let's band together and get it done. It's not there. You want to hear something funny? There. You want to hear something funny? I miss Timo Werner because Timo used to score all the time. They never used to count. But, like, at least we saw the ball go into the back of the net. And, uh, you know, even even though they didn't count, um, it, it's just that it, – that makes me – want to go back to then 
because at least at least he was getting shots on target and it was going fast. And he was just offside all the time. But you know the fact that we can't—it's just yeah, we we can't score, and I hate everything. It's miserable. I, I don't like talking about this stuff anymore. Um, but I mean, I guess we could get down into the uh, into the nitty gritty about the game, man. Uh, you know, first half had its moments. We we were lively, of course. You know, Joao should have scored a couple of times. We had the better chances. We were the way more cohesive team. All of those things that are great on paper and they're supposed to make you feel good, but they don't because it's all meaningless. And uh, you know what? I want to end the podcast now. I don't even know why we're doing it because we're just talking about the same shit. <laughs> well, I, I think this is what happens when you're when you're on a two out of fourteen run when you've won two games in fourteen. Is that where we're happens. at right now? I didn't. Even, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Like we've got two two wins in our last fourteen games, and you know I, I don't see it getting better. You know, before we jump off, there are a couple things I want to hone in on. Our set pieces, forgetting about the fact that they hit us on a counter and the only, the last man standing was our two-way midfielder. I don't know how that happens. You have no cover on a corner. The service hasn't been bad, but how how are we not just changing up once in a while? It, this is one thing I like it like it drives me crazy that we do the exact same fucking thing every single time. Service or good service or bad, you're hitting it right into the middle of the box and we never make contact. No one is ever on the receiving end of a ball even to make something rattle around. Maybe we get lucky on something. And instead of changing up once in a while, throwing them a curveball, doing a court, uh, a short corner. You know, you have guys that are kind of w- just kind of hovering around the outside of the box who are just sitting there instead of just lobbing one in there and having no one make contact. Why don't you go there and then play it from a different angle? We don't do any of this stuff. There's no creativity as far as what we're doing on any of our set pieces. And it's just highly predictable. So it didn't actually surprise me that after we had about a billion corners, that Dortmund was looking for a counter opportunity. All they had to do is get one of the guys with the head on a ball, let it go. And then they have the talent and the speed out there to be able to blast and burn down the field. And then that's how we got hit. I know a hundred percent. And it was, I knew right there too. Is like we got no chance. We got no chance. I, yeah, I, I there was really, no coming back. I really didn't think that that we had one. And of course, I was you know dying and praying and, and hoping to be wrong. But uh, you know, being being right again, that's just that's just kind of what I do. Um, so let me ask you this: going, you know, let, let's let's jet right to the second half. The substitutions come on. You got Mason Mount in from Woodrick, who has largely been pedestrian i mean he, he's had a couple of flashes uh he, he showed us some stuff you know in the liverpool game a couple of things here and there when am i going to see the speed when, when am i going to see him running past people when am i going to see him having some good link up play uh with his with his left back teammate i thought him and Chile left a couple of things to be desired out there uh in, in their combination and link up play although Chile looked you know pretty dangerous uh out there definitely much more so than kukurea but uh mudrick has has, has been disappointing uh, Joao can't finish, uh, you know, Ziek, you know, played decent. Um, but again, there, there was just, there was just no, there are 20, 20 shots on goal. And I think what, four or five were on target, uh, where he had to make some good yep. saves. Koulibaly had one that was saved. Reese had a, you know, one that was saved at the end. Enzo's was probably the best strike, uh, of them all. Uh, and that, and that was a great save. Uh, it, it's just, it's just one disaster after another, and there's just there's no way to say it. Mr. Bully is is burning money. 
uh, and we have to fix the striker situation as soon as possible. Yeah, Mudrick, I, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed with that so far. I mean, I, I actually like what I'm seeing out of him. I just, I, I, th- I think that's one actually decent example where I think the gel component of this is going to make a big impact. And I kind of get it. I mean, the guy was out of football for months before he came over here. So um, I've actually liked what I've seen in Spitz and Spurts. And I think there's going to be more of it. So I'm not, I'm not completely down on him yet. I just, like I said, dude, I can focus in on every player on the team sheet. I thought that Reese James played a pretty decent game. I, like I thought Reece. that Chilwell looked good. I thought the back line, even with Koulibaly in there who hasn't played in a while, I thought the back line looked pretty good. I thought Enzo looked good. I thought Ruben Loftus-Cheek again didn't have a bad game, right? Nothing exceptional. That's just, you're never going to get exceptional out of Ruben. But again, a solid performance. I thought Jao was dangerous. We just can't fucking score. We have to have one of these guys, whether it's on dumb luck or come up with something special and then please just have some guys start to feed off of it. Just turn the tide, right? It's, it's like It's like baseball. You're at a slump. Dude, you just can't make contact. You just can't make contact. And that's exactly where we are. But the talent that we have on the field right now and the type of skill, the technical skill that we are seeing now compared to what we were seeing only a few weeks ago, these are light years apart, light years apart. So I do have a slight bit of optimism in that I know the talent's better and I'm hoping it comes around. But to your point, dude, I feel your frustration. It's just like, we're in desperation times as fans. Yeah, you're in, and we need to, we want something to be happy about, to cheer for, not just like a one-one scrap or a one-nil victory against some shithole team that we would have never even wouldn't hold a candle to this club. But this is where we're at, and it's just, dude, it's gutting. It, it's gutting. It, it is like I, you know what I feel like? I feel like I'm a Leicester City supporter right now, or, or something like that. Just oh yeah, if we make it into the top ten, it's a great season. And I mean, like we are just so pedestrian. Right now, it, it, it is, and yeah. I can't believe you even said it. it's like two and fourteen. That even seems like a lot. I can't believe we we've even won two. Um, it, it it just it seems. But when you say that out loud, two wins in fourteen at Chelsea Football Club, like what what is happening? And this continued. Oh yeah, Graham Potter needs to be measured in years and not in months and days and weeks. Everyone is, and you know what? How about this? Maybe just win, so we're not having the conversation. How about that? Yeah, you know, yeah. If I, to quote to quote the great Dave Chappelle, this might be controversial. You could shut the fuck up. I, I mean, just do it, do it. Yeah. Um. If we don't get a result this weekend against Southampton, you know, they're they're bottom of the table. Uh, um. There's going to be like a mutiny amongst the fans. I mean, everybody's already pissed off and frustrated. You still have some people who are clinging on to Grand Potter. We listen. Our our opinions are well known here. We all want him to be great. We all want him to shut us up and make us eat crow. Hell yeah! But he keeps on reinforcing the argument, right? He just the performances that we're seeing out on the field and the temperament of the team is just molding to the. Sheepish, thing, the sheepish personality the, the, the of our thing, coach. That is our coach. And this is not where we want to be. This is not what Chelsea is about. Chelsea is kind of like that badass. Like, like I mean, you, you don't want to mess with us. And we're not going to just give up. And we're not going to give it to you easy. We're going to make it hard on you. We're always going to be in the game. We're always going to give the fans a reason to get up on their seats and to sing and to chant and to be lively and make this a misery for an opposing club. Like, that's what this team is about. 
And we want to put you, we want to put our thumb in your eye too. We don't care about our owners. We don't care about how much money we spend. We want to go out there, get results and hold up silverware and make everybody shut up. That's what we're about. And we are so far removed from that with specifically, there's just the temperament of the team. And I think that's what's driving us all crazy. And you're right. One thing fixes everything. Start getting W's. Yeah. Not draws, not shitbag performances, not no spine. Like go out there and get it done. It's time enough. But and Jay, you know what you need? We've had time enough. You know what you need to win games? Goal. You need to score goal. at least one. Score at goal. least one. Got score at goal. least one. At least one. I, I, don't, I don't know if you. I don't know if you knew that. Um. So here we go, man. I, I mean, we, we we sit here. We we belabor the points. I don't. I don't think it's 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 worth even going over. We are all in a state of just. We're, now we're in. Now we're in in circle town. We're we're sitting here riding around on the merry-go-round. You know, it goes up, it goes down, it goes around. Everybody's doing the same shit over and over again. We're gonna get on here and keep saying the same shit over and over again until we actually can experience the relief and the actual joy of seeing a positive result and three points for Chelsea Football yeah. Club. Um, sure. Look, man, uh, I don't do man of the match anymore. Because I'm not giving one, I'm not giving one out because we didn't win, we didn't, we, we didn't draw, we didn't do anything. So they can go pound salt. So you are the one who is giving out the man of the match award, which is always sponsored by All Out Fitness. And at All Out Fitness, they are inspiring individuals to be their best selves. Jay, who are you giving the man of the match to? I think I, I mean I'm going to give it to Joe Felix. The finishing sucked. But again, everything that I saw from him, him on the ball, his vision, everything else, this is a really, really dangerous player and somebody that I want to see more of. I, I, I think he's a top-level talent. And I think this is one of these situations where once he gets and bags that first goal, well, he did. He scored, they're going to start he, he scored they're gonna start to come they're gonna start to come in, in droves. They're gonna start to come in droves. So I I, I hope that's the case. I have to give it. It would either it has to be do same thing as last time. It's either him or Enzo. They both looked really good. The finishing just has to come. Um, I can't. I can't hand it out to anybody. Here's else. the thing with Joao. It's not because he's Portuguese. The thing about Joao is he's got all the excitement. He's got all the tools. Big money going to Atletico. I tell you, man. And this is the thing that I noticed about this guy when it comes to finishing. He's got. He's like the 99% guy, but the 1% that he misses is the most important percentage of them all because he was brilliant in the World Cup. He rattled the crossbar. You know who he is? He's the crossbar rattler. He's not the finisher. He's the he's the crossbar rattler. I saw him do it at Atletico. I saw him do it in the World Cup this summer, and now he's doing it here. And all the it, – it's like having the smoke but no fire. You, you know what I mean? It, it's great. Oh, the place is all smoked out, but you can't cook. Like – what the hell is the point of all that stuff if you're not able to actually use it the way that it's supposed to be used? So unless he wants to give an assist and let other people score, uh, I, I think we need to actually see some true finishing from this guy because right now I think he's got the 99% of the flash and the pop, but there's no sizzle because the steak ain't hitting the pan unless you're scoring. It's not a, it's not an unfair point, right? You know, and, and you're right. I, I can't. I'm not judging him for what happened at Atletico because. They, they just system. play it. They, they just play. They just. You're not going to have like an offensive maestro be able to work within that system. 
Um, you know, his time before that, when he was playing in Portugal, his numbers weren't anywhere near like what we've seen recently. But, dude, to your point, until he starts to show that you are the full package, you're absolutely right. You know, link up play, great dribbles, awareness, great passing, great runs, uh, all of that stuff. It's very helpful. It's very helpful. Obviously, you want to see that in your attacking players. But if when you're in the position where you're supposed to put it on target and hit the back of the net and you're not doing it, that's obviously a problem. I also think that this that this entire dialogue we've just had is really just shining a light on <laughs> the, the state of the club. Whereas before, years ago, we'd be like, oh, my God, yeah, Willie and our Eden Hazard, they're in a run of form. Dude, they're going, why can't they just score? Like, you're, you expect them to score. Now we're just expecting somebody <laughs> to look like a competent footballer, and we don't really care if there's a final no, result. No, 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 Jay, you used the wrong word. We're not expecting. We're hoping. We're hoping. Yeah. For confident yeah. football, that, that's not my that's not my expectation anymore. I expect to see shit. I expect but, to I, lose. I expect to not score, I expect, and I expect to go drink a lot after every game. I expect Southampton style results right now. Um, so that that's where we're at, man. So we're well, we're going into the weekend. We got Southampton, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the United States of America. It's at the bridge. Can we please try to show up, guys? It would be great to get three points. I know it's a lot to ask. And we take nothing for granted here. Actually, that was the other thing. Look, I'm not taking any wins for granted anymore. I th- I did. I used to take success a little bit for granted. And through this process with you, how humbling and shitty is this? All we do is get on here and complain. This is terrible. At least, you know, at least our wives don't have to hear it unless they actually decide to listen to our podcast. And let's be real. They don't want to hear us talking anyway. They hear us <laughs> talking all the time. So, I mean, this, this, is, where, this uh... is where we're at. But look, bro. We're going to chop this game up, hopefully a W on Saturday. In the meantime, take care, brush your hair. We'll see you again. America is Blue. Thank you, everybody, for the likes, the subscribes, and the attention. Check out americaisblue.com for all the TikTok content, for all the YouTube shorts, and anything else that's associated with the website. We love Chelsea Football Club. Hopefully they'll give us a dub. We'll talk to you guys after the match on Saturday.